Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Normally, Wednesday morning, we speak with the wonderful Anna Kelly. Uh, she unfortunately had to cancel this morning as she needed to go take care of some personal items out of state. And I believe she's traveling at 30,000 feet as of right now. So Anna, travel safe, have fun. We will talk to you next week. What we'll do instead is I've been asked to speak at a Bay Area real estate meetup. Uh, this Bay Area real estate meetup talks about real estate and financial independence. Uh, this is a topic, obviously, that is near and dear to my heart. It is actually a combination uh, of the title of my first book, One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Independence Through Real Estate. So I was very honored to be invited to speak at this event. What I wanted to do here is record kind of a practice or dry run of the presentation so all of you can see this and let me know what you think. So let me bring it up and we will go through this together. So again, honored to speak at real estate meetups. If you are a part of an organization or you wanna do a, a real estate uh, discussion, I would happily be a part of it. I'm gonna put my, actually, yeah, I guess I'll leave my picture there. So again, Michael Zuber, thank you for letting me uh, be a part of your real estate meetup. I thoroughly enjoy the topic of real estate investing, buy and hold, uh, and obviously uh, enjoying financial freedom or financial independence for the last several years. What you see here is a picture of the cover of my first book, One Rental at a Time. It is just that. It is a story of someone getting to the age of 30, not realizing they are in the rat race, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then starting a 15-year odyssey of good and bad in the real estate market. I started this journey back in 2002 before the bubble uh, was a big part of the bubble, the crash, and the return. So it's an exciting 15 years to be a part of the journey. So if you want to read about it, that is the book. Uh, it is not a how-to book. Don't go to the book looking for how-to. It is simply a historical review of our personal investing journey, the good and the bad. So in the presentation day, uh, I'm going to go through kind of about the speaker so you know who is speaking with you. Uh, I'm going to share with you some of my beliefs after 20 years. Uh, I'm going to break down my entire investing career into six stages. I have never done this before. I'm not sure if it's going to work well, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I'm going to highlight some mistakes to avoid. Some of them I've made and some of them I've seen others make. I'm going to give something away. I'm going to show you how I help, I teach, I mentor folks to find great deals. This is a Something you will see me repeat throughout this is I think real estate investing is a skill. And because it's a skill, I can teach it. I can help you. I've done it. And thankfully, now I've helped thousands of people. And if you want to do it too, I have a course called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. I want to close with a message for you. And oh, by the way, let's take a look at the next 10 years or eight years, you know, right through 2029 and talk about what might happen. Because again, 
It is fun sometimes to look in a crystal ball that is clearly broken and dirty. And let's make some guesses about what might happen. So who is Michael Zuber? First and foremost, I want to make it clear. Uh, I did my 20s all wrong, at least from a financial perspective. Uh, I was a big part of the rat race, and I didn't even know the rat race existed, right? I went to school. I went to college, got a degree, got a job, went back to college to get a master's degree. Why? Because you go to school, you get a good job, you make a lot of money. That's what I thought. That's what I did. And as my income went up, so did my spending. I allowed my lifestyle to inflate to my income, which is dumb, dumb, dumb. So again, uh, college educated, married with one child. Uh, we, were, we did this whole journey uh, raising a daughter uh, who now is uh, actually out of the house. Uh, but yes, this is, um, you know, this is a journey of a family from nothing to something. The journey starts after what I consider, I was going to say a horrible event, but I'm not sure I call it a horrible event. It certainly was a painful event, right? When you lose $150,000 in the stock market because of fraud, um, you remember that, right? And I think I say it later, but I'll say it here. I was caught up in the Enron in WorldCom complete frauds. Uh, I thought I was doing the right things. They were audited. They were supposedly the best of the best. And I got snookered for $150,000. That's, that's where our journey starts. I walk into a bookstore, defeated, depressed, seeking answers. And I bumped into Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it starts an amazing journey. Uh, don't know about you, but I live in a market that doesn't make any financial sense for cash flow, which is what I want. I want to be a buy and hold investor. I want it cash flow day one. I don't want to bet on appreciation. And you know this event is, I'm speaking to the Bay Area. And most of you, same deal. You can't invest for cash flow here. Uh, you've got to go elsewhere. And uh, my story takes us to a market we never lived in. We didn't know one. Uh, it happens to be in-state, uh, but some of you may go out of state. Our financial, or at least my financial literacy was pretty poor. We never talked about money except when we didn't have it. And it seemed like we didn't have it all the time. Money was a stressor. Money was, you fought, you yelled, you screamed. It was stressful. It was very emotional. Uh, I've, been, I've had a job trying to make my own money since I was 12. And at least at the time, you couldn't do that at 12. So I had a job under the table uh, trying to make my own scratch and you know, things of that nature. So again, um, you do what you have to do. Something I want to make very clear is you know, I have six years of college education, but my most valuable, most important, my million dollar class uh, was actually taken in junior college. It's something I recommend all parents recommend for their kids. And that is a public speaking course. I went into this public speaking course being pretty much an introvert. Like I didn't talk to anyone. I certainly couldn't do anything like this. It was that public speaking course that allowed me to get out of my shell. I'm still. I still consider myself an introvert. Not everybody agrees, uh, but a lot of that is because of this public speaking class. And again, most valuable class. Uh, if I would have only taken that class and not gotten any of my degrees, I'd still be where I am today for the most part, I think. And again, while our journey starts at 30, it ends at 45 uh, and buy and hold real estate, financial independence was done 
uh, we replaced two six-figure incomes thanks to buy and hold real estate. That again is all captured. That entire journey is captured in the book that is behind my shoulder, one rental at a time. So some beliefs for you. I believe most new investors get lost and go nowhere because they lack focus. Lots of new investors, maybe this is you. You watch YouTube University, you go to real estate meetups and you're gonna do buy and hold because you watch Mike Zuber. Then you're gonna do Airbnb or Airbnb arbitrage, or then you're gonna just do syndications or you're gonna be limited partners. Then you're gonna flip, then you're gonna do mobile homes. Then you're gonna do land development, then you're gonna do this. Then gonna, and then, oh, by the way, you're gonna go California and then Texas and then Ohio and then Alabama. And you guys are all over the place. Most new investors, you all need to get focused and you need to learn the skill. You don't learn the skill by bouncing around. Again, I've said it here, I've said it again. I'm sure I'll even say it again as we wrap up. Real estate investing is a skill and because it's a skill, you can learn it. You are not just naturally gifted, taller, faster, stronger. Uh, you, uh, you can learn real estate investing. It takes focus and daily discipline, but you can do it. I've helped thousands of people do it. Step one, uh, and I will do this in this presentation. I will talk about the buy box in detail, and then I will give you my buy box from 2002 as a sample. Again, this is my big give. Uh, if you want more details and talk about it and get part of the course, it's all there, but I will give it away here. And again, there is no step two. You need to get a buy box and look at it every day. That's it. Warren Buffett says rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, see rule number one. Kind of the same thing for me. For me, you must learn what a good or great deal is. That's it. It doesn't matter if it's flipping, wholesaling, Airbnb, apartments. You got to know what a deal is. And for me, the answer is what is average? What's an average deal? Once you can articulate average, you can go find good or great. The problem is the MLS is full of average or bad deals. Anybody can buy on the MLS. You want to do a deal today? Turn on Realtor, Zillow, Redfin, find one, buy one. That is lazy. That is gambling. I want you to do the work. I want you to look for 60, 90 days. Learn average, then only buy good or great deals. If you learn good or great, it means, it means you have to learn average first, as I've just said, right? The secret to finding or creating good or great is to know what average is. In my market, average is six, maybe yours is nine, maybe yours is two. I'm not here to judge, but whatever average is, do better than average. Time in the market is much better than timing the market. You've got to recycle capital. We'll talk about this in my six, six stages of our journey. Uh, you'll be, should become very obvious what this means. And then finally, congratulations for being part of this meetup. You've never stopped networking. You've got to try to meet three to five new people a week, email, phone, text, grow your network, never stop. Having one agent is great. I have 100, 150. Dance with who brung you, tell everybody your buy box and see what happens. So here are the stages. We're going to go through these kind of quick. Stage one, 2002. We have 40,000 bucks to start. We buy our first rental December of 02. We're excited. Buy it for 107, rent 1095. Yay, cash flow. However, uh, first tenant never pays. Lost four months of rent, 15,000 bucks in repairs. If you want the whole story, it's in the course. I talk about it all the time. It's called Norris Drive. 
Uh, on top of the first one, we end up buying two more properties and bingo, bango, our cash is gone. Our down payment cash is gone. That's it. That's stage one, three houses. Stage two, uh, we start to do cash out refis, our first attempt at recycling capital. Uh, I unfortunately do it badly the first time. Again, on Norris Drive, the bank says, how much cash do you want? I say, how much cash can I get? I take it all. My payment now is, I don't know, $1,250, $1,300, but my rent's $1,095. Rent didn't change. So I'm taking money out of my account every month, even with no repairs. That, folks, is what I call an alligator. It is the only picture in my first book, no alligators. But the good news is because we did a cash out refi, we bought two more houses. Then in stage two, we do cash out refis of property number two and property number three. We do it better this time. We don't go negative, so we don't take out as much cash. But because we refi number two and number three, we buy proper, two more properties. We end stage two with seven properties and eight doors, right? One was a duplex. However, we can't buy anymore. It's now 2006 and prices are stupid. Stage number three starts with us attending a real estate meetup. Just like this meetup, I went to a real estate meetup called the California Crash. It was led by a gentleman that would become a huge influencer on my life named Bruce Norris. I've actually interviewed Aaron Norris several times on my, my channel, uh, YouTube channel, wonderful guy. Uh, Bruce Norris, California crash, woke me up. I was only ever going to buy houses. However, he introduced a concept called the affordability index, and it changed my life. I realized that Fresno was at an all-time low, and it was a problem. So we did a 1031 exchange out of all of our houses. Uh, we went oh, over 18 months. We went from 8 to 80 units. We moved, we 1031 into apartments. That first property that we bought for 107, we sold for 264. Just for the record, that house forecloses at 75 grand. Fresno was hard hit in the real estate collapse. It fell, it fell 70%. I know what that feels like. Stage four, everything's on sale. Banks say no to loans, at least no to me. I didn't know banks could do this. 800 credit score, six-figure income, seven-figure net worth, and they said no. So we had to go find hard money. We were paying 12% three points for 60% LTV or L, uh, of purchase, not LTV, of purchase. Uh, we start doing Burr, and I'm writing about it on Bigger Pockets way back when in 2006-7. I believe some of my articles are still up. I was a featured blogger and a featured presenter at the first original Bigger Pockets event in uh, Denver. I'm actually interviewed on Bigger Pockets, like episode 36 or 41 or something by Josh Dorkin way, way back when I had, I had really fat cheeks. So instead of doing hard money all the time, we find private money because everybody is scared, right? You're getting less, you're getting nothing in savings and people lend us money at 10%. At the end of stage four, Wall Street comes in and buys everything. We move from buying houses to buying foreclosed apartments from local banks. Stage five, we keep buying great deals even though values are rising. It is always a great day to buy a great deal. A friend named Dion from Dion Talk highlights that. Uh, Olivia retires at the beginning of stage five. Uh, we start slowing down, but we keep buying every year. We add three, four, five deals every year. 
We start restructuring our debt. All right, we start paying off 10% private money uh, with commercial debt or bank loans. Uh, we do pay off some assets. Nothing was free and clear until late stage five. And then I retire after we move some debt around. Uh, we still continue to refi debt for lower rates. Uh, we started to lever up and be strategic. We took our fourplexes and levered up. We paid off some houses. We actually start flipping properties. Uh, we have time on our hands. We're both retired now. We know the market. We have teams. Uh, we start to flip properties. And uh, on Friday, we should close our final flip, or at least the final one we have. It'll be number 58. So we flipped 58 properties in just over three years. We did start borrowing private money to facilitate our flips. Uh, and we create the one rental at a time message book YouTube channel. We now help well over 20,000 people a week on YouTube podcasts and Instagram. It is thoroughly exciting. So some mistakes to avoid. I've said it before, lack of focus is death to most new investors. Lots of new investors come in. Maybe it's you, you're excited, you're bouncing around, you're spending hours and hours on YouTube or bigger pockets, but you're really not going anywhere. You're not learning your craft. You want to get a better free throw shooter? Practice. You want to get better at golf? Practice. You want to get better at bowling? Practice. You want to get better at ice skating? Practice. You want to get better at real estate investing? Practice. And I have a course that teaches it. Lots of bonus sections, all that stuff. It's a whopping $299. It's an amazing value. You got to get your money right. Something that is, should be obvious, but not really spoken a lot, is we went from spending 100% of our income at 30 uh, to spending 50% of our income two or three short years later. In order to keep buying, we had to, we had to have savings grow. We had to have income snowball, as Dion talks about. Uh, so that's what we did. We didn't know we were doing that, but that was very important to our journey. Never kill hard-fought momentum with I deserve it or you deserve it. When I start doing this journey, I help others get started. Unfortunately, many of them at year six, seven, eight, start filling themselves and they start buying the bigger homes and the nicer cars and the vacation homes and the boats and the RVs. And you start increasing your lifestyle, you'll be stuck in the rat race. Uh, Olivia and I have done some of those things, but only after we were out of the rat race. Too many new investors buy cheap solely because it is cheap. If you want to buy cheap, you can go broke. You can go broke buying cheap. If you're buying it because it has the best yield, that's a different story. But don't buy cheap because it is cheap. If you say things like, wow, that's cheaper than my car, you're going to lose money, right? It is more than just the price. There's a lot of extra things involved. Something I learned very early on is Band-Aids are expensive. I bought a lot of cheap properties. Instead of fixing them right, I did Band-Aids. And Band-Aids wear out. Band-Aids have to be uh, re replaced and refixed and the problem gets bigger. Uh, I had wasted a lot of money in the beginning doing band-aids. I should have just replaced things. I didn't appreciate my cash as much as I should have in the beginning. I bought cheap because I thought it was the right thing to do. Uh, however, it really reduced my cash and it, it extended the time between purchases because not only did I have a down payment, but then I had to do 10 or 15 grand and make ready where I could have bought at least cleaner, if not turnkey, and saved that extra 15 grand. Maybe I would have taken two or three grand and as a bigger down payment, but uh, you got to appreciate your cash. For most of us, myself included, cash, cash was controlled how fast we could grow. 
depending on banks, you know, banks are pretty easy today, uh, but they will be hard. Banks go through periods where they are scared, where they are nervous. I didn't know. Don't be me. All right. 2009 or 10 banks told me no. And I didn't, I didn't know they could do that. Again, never stop networking. Uh, 2020, uh, we wrote about a hundred offers and got nothing out of the MLS. That's what our portfolio is based on. Yes, you can retire financially independent on MLS-based deals. We did it. In 2020, we wrote 100 offers and got none. There was no inventory. However, we got six deals done in 2020 because of our network. Everybody knows our buy box. Our network is growing. We're always trying to do more and more deals. Here's my big give. You want to get focused, take notes. This is how you find great deals. First, you learn average. So create a tight buy box. And I will show you my example in 20 or 2002 in a moment. That buy box should be between 20 and 40 active listings. You should look at that buy box every day for 20 minutes. You need to start tracking things. For me, the physical activity of moving data to an Excel spreadsheet is helpful. Then you need to start adding other variables like rent, insurance, taxes, make ready. All of this stuff is detailed in the course, but here's just how you get started. Need to answer the question, eventually, what is an average deal in my buy box? My buy box today is somewhere between five and a half and 6%. Once you know average, you can go create or find good or great deals. If my buy box average is six, I want to find seven, eight, nine percent yield deals. So here's my buy box from 2002. I picked a particular zip code. This is a zip code in Fresno called the Mayfair. Single family home. So no duplexes, no quads, no condos, no apartments. I wanted three or four bedrooms, two baths. So no three ones, no two bedrooms, no five bedrooms. And I wanted a two car attached garage. I also wanted between 1250 and 1750 square feet. I looked at this buy box for three, almost three years, like two and a half years. So guess what I bought? Well, I bought a lot of those three bedroom and four bedroom in the Mayfair. I didn't look anywhere else. Don't get distracted. Focus, focus, focus. I started to figure out variables like make ready. In the beginning, don't overthink it. Some new investors want to get the make ready down to the dollar. In the beginning, just do ABC. A is turnkey, meaning zero. C is full gut, whatever that is for you. It's 25, 30 grand. B is somewhere in the middle, 10, 12 grand, carpet, paint, stuff like that. You got to figure out average. In 2002, average was 6.5% yield. And again, I go through all this in my course. Uh, yield changes, though. In 2010, the yield was 15%. Today, it's about 6 as I said earlier. Again, once you know average, you can create good or great deals. So my message for you, I believe a better financial future can be had by all. I can't promise financial independence, financial freedom, because I'm not sure you're going to stick at it long enough. It takes time. Uh, however, a better financial future can be had by all. I think if you simply buy four buy and hold rental properties, it's enough to change your financial future. Tenants will pay it off. You can refi, you can sell. Your net worth will be positively impacted if you only ever get four. Again, I believe real estate investing is a skill. And because it is a skill, it can be learned and it can be taught. I've taught thousands of people now. However, don't rush. Some people want to figure out how to real estate invest in five or six or seven days. It can take 50, 60, 70 days to learn average. 
Get coaching and mentoring from a proven resource as you execute basic activities. For me, this is like a golf swing. I never picked up a golf club until I was 20 years old. I had to go figure it out. I hit bucket of balls every day for weeks on end. Once I could routinely hit the ball, then I got coaching and helped me out. I think getting coaching too early is a mistake because you got to figure out. I think you got to figure out some basic things on your own. You can be a buy and hold investor and work full time. We did it. Yes, we did it. You can too. And I want you to know that I believe you got this. You can do it. It's right there for you. Finally, what is going to happen in the next decade? Again, my crystal ball is as good as yours. Mine's broken, yours broken, but let's take some guesses. I think inflation is going to be bad this decade. I don't think it's transitory. I think inflation is going to be here for years. Uh, and because inflation is real, uh, it, you can use it if you so choose to. We've been given a gift with artificially low rates. So go get that 30-year money in cash flow assets. I think wages and assets and rents will see higher growth. Uh, they're going to see the brunt of the inflation. Uh, wages are great going up, but so is rent and food and gas. And it's, it's not going to be great. It's only going to be great for people that own assets with 30-year debt. Higher interest rates are coming. They've already started. It'll trickle slowly up. How high? Good question. Higher. I don't know how high. Higher taxes. This is a little wrinkle. I personally believe inflation is a tax. Everybody pays it. Inflation is a tax. The fact that the government doesn't talk about inflation being a tax is uh, disingenuous. Inf Inflation right now is running over 5% uh, for four months in a row. And I think it's higher than that. It's hurting everyone. Affordable housing is a national crisis that no one is paid to fix. So if you want to get in the rental game, buy affordable housing, make it safe and get 30-year debt. And you should be well taken care of as asset values and rents go up. So will your cash flow. I suspect that smaller homes and smaller apartments are coming. I think we've seen the peak of McMansions. I think one of the ways we will get more housing is it will be smaller. And uh, this is something that I think is coming. I also think sometime in the decade, some other housing means will take off and become standard. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's 3D, maybe it's containers, maybe it's tiny homes. I don't know, but something will come and it will be uh, help with affordable housing. And then lastly, the 40-year mortgage. I don't know when it happened, but I think the 40-year mortgage at some time during this decade will become the standard. It's going to be introduced because payments get too high. But unfortunately, 40-year mortgages will also increase the value because people buy on payments. So these are some things I think are coming. If you have others, you can always leave comments below. I would love to hear from you. And then finally, one rental at a time, the journey to financial independence is a story of 15 years of investing from a single home to financial freedom, the mistakes along the way, the wins along the way. Uh, it is a great book. It is helping lots and lots of people. Uh, on top of that, we just wrote and released a brand new book a week ago called The 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. I wrote this second book for you, the audience. I wrote it for you because everybody starts from different places. One rental at a time is great if you're a full-time employee with a family. That was my story. But maybe you're in your 20s. 
Maybe you're a single parent. Maybe you're this, maybe you're that. So I spent time creating uh, or finding 15 unique stories and putting them in one book uh, just for you. So you have something to hold on to, you can believe in, and you can go forward. So at the end of the day, I want to thank you for watching this practice or dry run. This was created once again for the Bay Area Real Estate Meetup, the journey to financial freedom. Uh, if you want to have one rental at a time, be part of your meetup, go ahead and reach out. I would love to talk to you, create new content for you. If you have any questions, you can hear the books are on Amazon. You can get them on uh, Audible, at least the original book. The other one will come eventually. And of course, if you want to change your financial future, the courses are below. How to get started one rental at a time has all the bonus sections as well and gets you into a private Facebook group with nearly a thousand members. Buy it. Join, do the work, change your life. Take care.